Lord, how manifold are thy works. The earth is full of thy creatures. These all look to thee to give them their food in due season. When thou givest to them, they gather it up. When thou hidest thy face, they are dismayed. When thou takest away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When thou sendest forth thy spirit, they are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. From Psalm 104, around 1000 B.C. Uh, good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaja Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down that wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the almanac for the new strawberry moon. Doesn't that sound good? June 11th to 18th, 2010. Here's some natural events for this quarter moon. The will to live is ever so strong this time of the year. I went to camp this past week to open up the cabin, as is customary around Memorial Day. A mild winter has left very little mark on the woods, and the cabin was in pretty good shape, except for a smelly mouse nest in the blanket chest and another in my apple box fiddle again. Our camp's on Cobbs Cook Bay in Washington County. It's off a clamming road that is off of a town road. You just can't drive up to the camp, so everything has to be carried in and out, and it has no electricity or phone or running water. So the result of all this is an enveloping quiet that floats softly down around you, washing away the noise and clatter of the human realm and bathing you in the calm of the woods and shore, an increasingly rare and healing experience. The ravens were the first greeters with a chorus of croaks and gurgles, followed by the sharp call of a pileated woodpecker from the spire of the big spruce that lost its top in the ice storm of 98. Everywhere the trees and fields were lush with new growth, yellow hawkweed, daisies and buttercups waved in the breeze as bumblebees and digger bees hopped from bloom to bloom, smeared in living pollen. The soft new growth on balsam firs wiggled in the wind. Across the brook, a mourning dove stood on the edge of its nest, calmly feeding its squabs with crop milk, while their heads stretched up in the cool shade, high in a white birch. Robins and blue jays played tag in the clearing, and hermit thrushes and white-throated sparrows called from the woods, while loons and eiders called from the water. Chipmunks scurried through fallen leaves, and a meadow mouse skittered across the cabin floor. This daily will to live was everywhere, expressed in leaf, fur, and feather, call, and song. And so it was. And on the last morning, as I left by the old clamming road, a young buck, sleek and fattened on fresh new brows, with its new antlers covered in velvet, stared at me with head high, and then loped off to over some blowdowns in no hurry at all. Here's a rank opinion. The green fire in the eye of the wolf, the red spark in the eye of the oriole or the loon, 
the pale glow in the eye of the trout, the sparkle in your eyes and mine, are all reflections of the same light coming from the first light that was in the beginning. The will to life is not just within each creature. It is manifest throughout the whole creation. And each creature is an expression of this will, but does not own it. We seem to think this will is ours, but we cannot own it either. It is the everlasting desire of the Creator for there to be life. Otherwise, there would be no life. Why doubt the right of every creature to live, while clearly our Maker does not, else none of this would be here at all. Every creature is wanted by the Creator, including us. Our job is to live that out, earnestly desiring every creature to be. We can will life for each other. Even I and that mouse that built its stinking nest in my apple box fiddle. Again. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First one from Donald Colross Petey, the almanac for moderns. A man's real religion is that about which he becomes excited. The object or the cause he will defend. The point at which, spontaneously, he cries out in joy over a victory or groans aloud from an injury. And from Walt Whitman, Song of Myself. And a mouse is miracle enough to stagger sextillions of infidels. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself and support community radio. <laughs>